Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. The word emotional intelligence or EQ is a kind of sexy word right now. It's the buzzword. It used to all be about IQ, but now there's so much research proving that EQ is actually as important, if not more important, to developing our kids. And, you know, as you know, we're born with our IQ. Our IQ is set and we are born with an amount of a certain amount of emotional intelligence, but we can build our emotional intelligence skills and we can help our children build emotional literacy but it's something that is so largely overlooked you know even in schools they're beginning to take it a bit more seriously I know that there's programs like Goldie Hawn's mindset program and many others that are teaching mindfulness in schools and mindfulness is part of of the the emotional literacy skills that all children need I believe these things should be taught before anything else because When you think about it, you know, we teach our children to read, we teach them to write, we teach them to do math. But before we've taught, but we expect them to be able to learn how to do those things and be able to cope with the frustrations of not being able to do it when they've never been taught how to cope with frustration, how to cope with being angry, how to cope with being excited, how to cope with being overactive with our, their minds being filled with information and it's just bursting and they shout out. So we expect them to be able to learn, but we haven't taught them how to deal with their emotions and their feelings. So it's almost like I think we, you know, it's the, the cart before the horse. So how can we expand our emotional intelligence and us develop sufficient emotional literacy literacy for ourselves so that we can role model it to our kids and help our children become more emotionally intelligent. And I always had a an acronym that I used to share with parents. I still share with it them. I still share this acronym with them and I've shared it on previous episodes of the podcast. But I have expanded it now. I have I've added another piece to it, which I think is a key piece in being able to hold the space for our children's feelings. Because what happens in the moment, in the heat of the moment, our children react to something. They become highly emotional. And we find it very difficult to sit in the discomfort and the uncomfortable space of them being unsure of their feelings, of them acting out, of them feeling mad, angry, sad, frustrated, overwhelmed, chaotic, whatever it might be, because we're uncomfortable and we don't want to see them suffering. We 
move on, move them on too fast. We try and fix the situation to, to help them get over the way they're feeling. It doesn't work. We become triggered. And that is the problem. The minute we become triggered, we are not operating in our wise leader brain and we are operating in our triggered brain, which is in exactly the same state as the emotional child that is in front of you. Dan Siegel refers to this as being when we flipped our lids, when the wise leader, the prefrontal cortex is in contact with the reptilian brain, the amygdala, the alarm center, when they're both in contact with each other, the upstairs brain and the downstairs brain, that's all good. But what happens when we become, become triggered is our we lose the connection to a, our wise thinking brain. So it can no longer lead us. Instead, we're being led from survival mode. But our brains can't distinguish the, the threat of real danger and perceived danger. So it just goes into alarm mode, in survival mode. And we don't, we, when we're in that mode, we lose logic, lose rea- uh, rationale, lose our ability to make a wise decision because we're being led by survival, by instinct. And our children are in that mode when they are emotional. And two emotional brains, two reptilian brains, two alarmed brains working together don't work. So we have to be able to be emotionally literate for us to be able to deal with our emotions so that we can deal with our child in the heat of their emotional storm. So my acronym was Savvy Mum. S-A-V-V-Y-M-O-M. I'm going to attach the word detached to Savvy Mum. So Think of these the words detached, savvy, mum. They kind of are, are um, a bit of a uh, oxymoron, really, because we're going to be savvy. You'd think we want to be attached. That's the problem. When we are attached to the emotions of our children, it triggers us and we go into reactivity mode. So we have to detach from, from their emotion, detach from our emotions in order to be savvy. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to go through what each of those uh, letters stand for. So detached. D is detach or drop your ego is the E. And when I say detach, I don't mean to detach from your child. Absolutely not. You're actually going to connect to them more if you can detach from your ego. And by ego, I mean your fear. I mean your false sense. I could spend hours talking about ego, but let's just, for, to keep it simple, say the trigger is actually your fear, which is ego. It comes from within. It's the voice in your head that says to you, oh my God, she's going to fail her end of year test if she keeps wanting to go to parties. Or I hope he doesn't ever speak to his teachers like he speaks to me. If he doesn't show some more motivation for anything other than video games, he'll never be able to even get a job when he's older. That's ego. That's fear. That's you being triggered. So the emotions in our child will trigger that within us. So detach or drop from your ego to access compassion 
and holding space for and with empathy and dignity. So that's detached. Detach or drop from your ego to access compassion and hold space for and with empathy and dignity. Because we cannot be compassionate when we're triggered. Because when we're in fear mode, we can't access that. It's gone. We're in survival mode. We're not thinking we're going to be compassionate and empathetic to the child in front of us when we think we're facing a saber-toothed tiger, but we're not. Although they are, there are similarities between saber-toothed tigers and highly emotional kids, aren't there? No, I'm joking. So there's the first one, detached. Savvy mum. Support. We need to be able to support our child and we can't support our child when we are in survival mode, when we are in fear and ego. We need to be aware of and accept the as is. That is, we need to accept our child is mad. That's the present moment. Madness, frustration, anger, sadness, whatever it might be. It'll be over the top. It'll be very, very... um. strong but we have to accept it because if we try and fight that it's just going to persist because what we resist persists v validate v validate i've put two in because otherwise it would have been a savvy mum. but we'll make it savvy because the validation is so so important we have to validate them in the moment we have to see them hear them and understand them and make them feel that they are seen and heard and understood. And that comes through us validating. I see you're really mad right now. I can understand why you're mad. Your sister stole your favorite doll from you. I can understand why you're mad. You're seething. I would be mad too. There's the empathy from detached. The why is you. It's all about you being able to control you. The problem is we try and control the child. And in trying to control the child, we try to move them out of their feelings. When we do that, they don't feel seen, heard or understood. So that does not develop emotional intelligence within the child. So from there, we have the mum, M-O-M. Another good thing you can do in the moment is mirror, which means... We, we we naturally do this, although sometimes we we can we can do the opposite, it doesn't help. So if if your child is really sad and you look frustrated, you're not mirroring their sadness. When we mirror someone's mood, they feel seen, heard and understood. Those are the basic needs of every man, woman and child. So mirroring and it's a neurophysiological thing. It, the neuro, it, it all um, is, is uh, researched. It absolutely helps us be able to attune to the emotions of another and help the other person be able to settle and calm down. So to do that, we have to observe, M-O, observe. See your child, hear your child, understand your child, observe them. Keep your eyes on them. Make eye contact with them. Mirror what what you see. Validate what you see. And then, only then, then the final M, which is, I, I've put maneuver or move, make a move. 
And it's only at the end there, if they are calm, you that we brought them down, they're no longer emotionally volatile. Then you might be able to go in with a move to try and move on to the next step. Fix it in inverted commas. But actually fixing it, it, it you do that by allowing a child to feel their feelings. And we often dismiss, deny, or, or don't acknowledge and accept the feelings that are being shown to us because they make us feel uncomfortable. And I use the word manoeuvre because when I'm, you know, I'm from Scotland, I've got this strange accent. And when I, when we, when you learn to drive over there, the sequence is mirror signal manoeuvre. So when I saw mirror observe, I, I just had to put manoeuvre in there as in make your move. So Remember those words, detached, savvy mum. You have to be detached in order to be a savvy mum. You have to detach from your ego in order to access the compassion and empathy that you have and your child needs you to have for them in the moment when they are highly emotional and reactive. So I hope you will remember my Detached Savvy Mum acronym and that it will help you in the manage the emotional moments that your child has because it will really, really help. And if you do this and it works, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. If you do it and it doesn't, you can reach out. We can have a chat and I can maybe help you see where, where you can make some changes and hopefully make some progress. But I really appreciate you listening. If you've enjoyed it, please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. But for now, thanks again for listening and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.